and welcome to a new episode of the Startup Diaries podcast, brought to you by Bern Sheehan, a leading insights-driven technology recruitment business located in Manchester and London. In this episode, we have George Lineker. That's right, George is the son of the famous footballer and broadcaster, Gary Lineker. George has his own success, his own business in other areas, and he is the co-founder of Your Business Number. Did you know that to have access to WhatsApp business, you need a second number? You're probably thinking that's a real hassle, right? Wrong. With your business number, you can now obtain a second number to your mobile phone in just three easy steps. No hassle, thanks to the product that George and the team have built. In this episode, we explore George's story in setting up the business. George shares his insights on overcoming specific product challenges, particularly in marketing and adapting the service, key strategies like outsourcing SEO and marketing to a skilled team and shedding light on the decision-making process. We think it's a great episode. We hope you enjoy it. Welcome, George. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me on. No, no worries. Do you want to start off by telling us a bit about yourself and the business? Yeah, so I have a business, co-founder business with my business partner, Sebastian, your business number. It's a website that allows users to unlock WhatsApp business with a virtual mobile number or within 30 seconds. WhatsApp business is an app very similar to WhatsApp, but you need another number to your personal WhatsApp. So normally you'd need a second phone, contract and eSIM which is expensive and also a hassle so what we do is we, we provide users with a number that will get straight away straight onto their phone and you can use both apps simultaneously so it's just a lot easier and a lot quicker nice well do you want to tell us why you think why, why should businesses use the product and why it's the best solution available yeah i think the main the main use of of using whatsapp business and, and our service is separating your work chats from your personal chats work yeah. groups a lot of people have a lot of um, group chats, work chats, everything. Mm-hmm. And it gets quite confusing all having it in, in your personal chats. So having it in a separate app and all, all your work in, in one place is, is a lot easier, a lot more organised. Mm-hmm. And then obviously there's privacy reasons as well. You don't want to advertise your work number everywhere in case obviously you have to, sorry, your personal number, mm-hmm. in case obviously you have to change it if it gets in the wrong hands. I've, I've had my number 15 or so years. I'd, I'd hate to want to change it. Whereas if it's a work number, it's not really the end of the world. So yeah, so there's there's many reasons and and just well, no one wants to carry around two phones nowadays either. So yeah, it makes sense. I mean, that's, that's a funny thing. I always think about that when a client is allowed to start WhatsApp for me. You know, yeah, that is it. It's like text is probably. More it's, it seems quite personal, doesn't it? Yeah. So yeah, so with WhatsApp business as well, it's got it's got a lot of business tools. So it's, you can have a company cover photo. You can have the business address, opening hours. You can have the away message, greeting message. So. It's, more, it's a lot more professional outfit as well as just giving a personal WhatsApp as well because that seems quite informal. Mm. Love to understand then what are the sort of challenges around the product itself. I think one of the challenges we faced is not many people know about WhatsApp business. Like if you go down the street, I think the vast majority wouldn't wouldn't have heard WhatsApp business. Obviously, everyone has heard WhatsApp. Everyone uses WhatsApp. So when selling to customers or businesses, we found we had to sell WhatsApp business first. Which, which, which maybe was a challenge at the start, but now we, it's, we sort of know how to how to do it, how to go about it. It seemed to work a lot better. Our, our sales guy, Mackenzie, sort of started selling it. As, you have to go and buy a car, but we're the petrol to, to work that car, essentially. So, yeah, so it's, yeah, because obviously you need, need the second number to mm-hmm. use it. Yeah. I think one of the things I'd love to talk about is, it, it's kind of an alpha, I mean, you're obviously Garolinica's son. I think I listened to another <laughs> podcast yourself and I think it was quite impressive I wanted to bring up is why are you so driven why are you so like 
trying to do your own business. Like, I think a lot of people might sit back, relax, take... take, take yeah, I think, well, <laughs> being useless at football, I didn't really have much of a choice, <laughs> but unfortunately. But no, I'd, so I've... Yeah, so I've got, I had a business beforehand and it's sort of led me to this. Mm-hmm. So that's sort of why I want to succeed in this because it was a similar business, numbers and everything, and I put a lot of time in it. So when so when I put... Didn't, that didn't work out and I went through to this business and met my business partner, Seb. It's like, well... We, we've, I'm convinced this is a good idea, so it's like I'm gonna, mm-hmm. I'm gonna, I need to make it work. So I think we went, we went down the different avenue, mm-hmm. side of new company, which is a lot better. Mm-hmm. Um, my business partner Seb, he's been, he's been great. Uh, we've got a great team, and uh, yeah, so it's all, it's all sort of moving in the right direction. Yeah. Well, it'd be probably good to jump into that previous <clears throat> previous experience as yeah. a, a starting a business. So, and how it's led you to being, I guess, incredibly suited for setting, setting up a business of your business number. So, do you want to give a bit of background to that? Because obviously, you're not necessarily a first-time entrepreneur now. What, what, yeah. what talk us through that journey? I wouldn't necessarily call myself an entrepreneur. <laughs> and whenever I see that, well, I think successful people with lots of lots of businesses. I've I've given a couple a go, mm-hmm. um, but I had an app previously called Flipper, mm-hmm. um, which didn't work for various reasons. It wasn't executed very well, but it was an app similar to in terms of mobile numbers, second numbers, but it was an app where it's texts and calls rather than for WhatsApp. So my business partner in that guy called Leo Bartle is involved in this business in a in a smaller way. He provides us with numbers. So me and Leo met Seb. Seb was coming out of what he was doing. I was We were coming out of this. And we were like, well, WhatsApp business launched. We've got a load of numbers. You need another number to your personal WhatsApp, otherwise you'll mess up your personal WhatsApp. So why don't we build a website where we don't have to deal with the app costs and then just simply deliver people a number to use with WhatsApp business and have it on the same phone. Mm-hmm. As we were convinced that there's a market for two numbers on one phone. Mm-hmm. So then, so then we, me and Sebastian started started that and now here we are. Yeah. What, obviously you've called called your time on, on, on Flipper. What, what yeah. were the kind of moments which brought that to an end for you? Was it the rise of you know, WhatsApp business? Or? No, it wasn't, it wasn't that. It was, I don't know, we had, we sort of started quite well. Mm-hmm. We, we got quite a lot of traction and then the text didn't seem to work. We never really got out on Android. Mm-hmm. People in the business had to move away to, because obviously startup world, is, I'm sure you know, is quite sort of risky. So if you've got to start a family, mm-hmm. etc., you move away. So I sort of, got put in charge to run everything and I was very inexperienced at the time and then probably we dragged it on a bit longer than we should have but then if we didn't drag it on as long as we did we wouldn't have we wouldn't have come to your business number as WhatsApp business had just launched yeah so although it was although it didn't work out well and though it didn't work out as a business it sort of led me to this so it's like yeah one thing leads to the other and yeah. it's all part of the journey yeah but, exactly were there any key learnings then that you took from the first business flipper bringing that in to lead to you build yeah i learned i learned a lot from flipper but uh, me and me and seb and bringing him in mm-hmm. not bringing him in starting this together mm-hmm. i learned sort of learned and continue to learn quite a lot from him he's he's experienced in in business and in tech he had a he had a successful business beforehand which is how i originally met him so that's why i thought well when we were deciding about starting this your business number we, we were thinking who who can we come who can we bring in to, to sort of help launch it with me? Mm-hmm. And so I thought Seb was a perfect option, a perfect guy to to, to do it with. And, and it's obviously correct as, as we've come quite a long way together. Yeah, no, that's fair. I mean, it's quite interesting. I think you've, you've raised quite a good number of money already. Is it, is yeah, it? We've, we've gone through 
a few rounds of funding. Mm-hmm. Not not in the startup world nowadays. You see people raise like twenty million yeah. in, a, in Series A and then hundred. So it's it's been small, mm-hmm. but I think yeah, we've raised on the SEIS and the EIS. So it's all small amounts. It's raised to I think about a million pounds so far. Yeah. I mean about three or four funds. So it, yeah, it's good. It's so, but it's quite a niche business. So it's not too many costs. Like obviously you could raise millions and go all on marketing, or you can put raise little bits, put bits in different channels and see which works and, yeah. and expand for that. But I think I don't think we're the sort of business to go out and raise so much straight away. As obviously WhatsApp business isn't so well well known as obviously WhatsApp. So there's the wave. You got to ride the wave. So I think if we did a big big marketing campaign at the start, everyone would be like, "What's this?" Or we don't know what's our business. So I think we would have, we'd have, we'd have blown that. Yeah. Well, would love to dive into that. You obviously referenced a bit of the outsourcing, talking yeah. about marketing. Um, I think your business is a team of seven. Yeah, we're yeah we're about seven, and yeah. then we outsource the um, ads and SEO and. Um, so what, what's the so, decision making behind that bit? Why are you out? Well, I think I think largely the reason was we only had a small bit of funding. Mm-hmm. We didn't want to get full-time employees to mm-hmm. do Google ads and Facebook and Insta ads and yeah. obviously SEOs. It would be very expensive and it's definitely definitely a lot better option than me doing it myself. <laughs> but yeah, so the, the the agency we've got a great doing doing um, great job and seeing some like, good results. So no, it's proved to be the right decision. I think. Yeah. So we we often talk to founders, tech founders in particular, when they build a product and we ask them about the outsourcing experience of tech. Yeah. What would you, would you have any sort of advice around the outsourcing and marketing? Is there any things to look for or good experiences or bad experiences you've had? I'm not sure really. I think, I think, well, the way we do, we, we just, well, more Seb than Meiji. Mm-hmm. He's, he's got a lot more connections and a lot more experience in mm-hmm. the industry than I have. But he went to people he's worked with before and got recommendations and mm. things so then we we asked went to a few different companies and and then we just see saw which works best mm. and they also took a chance on us which which obviously you, you got to appreciate as a startup with because we self-funded at the start mm-hmm. so yeah so we we sort of went well well we, we like we'd love to work with you hopefully we we can see this becoming a, a decent business but we've only raised a certain amount to start with so they took they also took a chance on us as well so it's mm. so it's been good yeah yeah I mean, one of the things that i always think on the tech side is kind of a communication and understanding is it a lot more straightforward is it quite straightforward dealing with an outsourced marketing agency seo agency i mean we've we've not had any any issues at all i think outsourcing would i'd definitely if i was ever to do another business i'd i'd go about doing it the same way we've not had any problems i'm sure mm. other people would have had different experiences yeah. but yeah there's been no no complaints why we both got great relationships with each other's businesses so that's good you've obviously referenced your your co-founder seb a couple yeah. of times and spoke very highly of him can you talk us through that dynamic between the two of you and what you both bring i guess to the business yeah i think we both bounce same same ideas off each other which we both get on very well which obviously is key in mm-hmm. a business i think you, you get quite a few businesses who start to and then obviously the founders fall out and, and it all goes a bit downhill. But no, we we get on great. I think, yeah, so when we started, I he sort of built the site originally just to test the site. And I was like, well, that was decent. And then I, and then going out to launch as a test, it was my sort of side of the business, which got it out there a little bit in terms of whether it be my social network 
influence or whether it's my friends I've known got with over the years who've got big followings where I could pull in a favour so that's sort of got us off the ground so it's, he's more, very good with the tech side like the business yeah. side whereas we'll get and reach out so getting articles coming come, coming on podcasts is more my skill so I think he's he's definitely a lot more skilled than I am <laughs> but no it's good in, in finding Seb then what, what point did you realise he's the sort of person you want to work with As a, I guess what I want to understand is is there like a uh, any advice you could give to someone who's looking for a co-founder or someone to bounce off? I'm not sure, really. I think, well, we met I met in my dad's neighbour's barbecue. <laughs> um, weirdly, I wasn't, I wasn't even going to go, so it was just by chance. So then we we were talking a bit, and then he was had his sort of tech business. Not not really, yeah, it was tech business, yeah. So And then I had my, this is when I had the app, and then we had a couple of meetings about how we could work together with that. And then, obviously, two years down the line, well, no, about a year down the line, he, I was coming out of his app and he was coming out of his business and, and he was like, have you got anything going on? And I was like, actually, funny enough, me and Leo were talking about doing a website for numbers rather than an app mm-hmm. to do with WhatsApp business. So I remember we met, it's in COVID times, we had to be outside, so it's yeah. like in a tent outside <laughs> in some <laughs> members club, just any excuse to get, they can use. And then so we, we kept, went away. And, and then he, th- he thought about it and he was like, actually, it could be quite a good business. And then we, what, me and Leo drew up the the code website to make sure it all worked. And then Seb um, jazzed it up a bit, got it to a point where we can go out and send it to people to test. And then it went well. And then 20, summer 2021 is, is when we actually launched. Yeah. Going back in time then, always been really interested, like, obviously being... Don't like the word entrepreneur. <laughs> Have you always had that desire to to run your own business, to to be your own person? What what's your kind of story to get to this point? No, I'm not sure really. Obviously, as a kid, I wanted to be a footballer. Didn't take long to realise that was never never happening. And then my god, my godfather's my dad's agent. And then so I was like, oh, I could be a football agent. And I was like, I don't know enough about football, so right. <laughs> I didn't last long. And then I don't know. I sort of fell into. It. I got asked if. I wanted to be involved in this num- new numbers um, through a mate and, and that gate get throughout, and I thought it was a good idea, obviously, as, as we spoke about. But I thought there must be some sort of market for, for two numbers on one phone. So that's why I sort of stuck with it as well. And I thought, well, I've done this for so long. It's like, I don't really, I don't know where I'd go as a job. If So that was probably some of the reason why I stuck with it for a while, because I was like, I had no idea what job I'd want to do. And I'm I'm sure... There is a market for for two numbers, so I've just got to try and succeed at this one. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. I mean, that's a fair enough story to it. I mean, out of interest, just to pick into that. So, did you have experience as a football agent for a period of time? No, no, no zero. Just, just <laughs> it was just a school thing where I was yeah, like, oh, actually, yeah. maybe a football yeah. agent would be quite a good job, but yeah. no, that that lasts about ten minutes, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'd love to understand sort of where you're at in the in the business journey. What does the what does the future look like for, for the business? Obviously understand the products but what, yeah. what, what's your vision well i think i think the future is just i think it's a, a niche quite simple product but it's it, it's cheap it's fast it's simple people seem to like it i think there's a lot of second number apps out there where you can have calls and sms's add-ons and mm-hmm. ads on prices and and ads like sort of topping up credit and stuff which which is quite complex which sort of similar to so we, we're going to focus and keep this niche and then hopefully we're in we offer US and UK numbers, right. uh, but we work internationally, so you can get a number from anywhere. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, with 
with the with the growth we can we can hit new geographical markets offer mm-hmm. different numbers germany's germany's a big whatsapp number you whatsapp user brazil india are also huge then other countries in europe so hopefully we can test out some new geographies and hopefully well the aim is to be the number one virtual mobile number provider for whatsapp business so yeah nice we'll see Where's the majority of the user base at the moment? Isn't those those high growth countries? So yeah, no. So we only offer the UK and the US. So we start yeah, in the UK. Right. So our largest, our large audience, largest audience is the uh, is the UK. I think toward the start of this year, we we launched the US numbers, mm-hmm. which is obviously just it's only on Google Ads and a bit of Facebook and and Insta. It's not like any flash marketing campaigns yeah. or anything. But what what was quite a challenge with the US numbers is they work. You uh, num. <clears throat> their mobile numbers work like our landlines so different area codes in different states mm-hmm. <laughs> so we had to get everything matched up for that but we, we our cto rich he's a he's a bit of a genius so he's done a great job there getting so we're doing we've got some good growth in the us and then hopefully maybe australian numbers could be quite a good one in, in germany hopefully but yeah well it's different number regulation different countries so i was gonna say you've any adaptations to the business going into the US market? Have you had to change your approach to the marketing and sales? So, or? yeah, so we've not, we've not really changed much. What's what's quite fortunate with the US, although they're mainly SMS, they mainly text on SMS rather than use WhatsApp, but mm-hmm. due to the huge population, there's still a lot of people who do use WhatsApp. But what's, we, so we, did it, we knew that before we launched into the US, but we did it mainly as a, as a test to see if we can go into other countries mm-hmm. and offer different offer different numbers and it, but and it's worked well and it obviously helps that us is english as well yeah so if we if we launched germany or spanish numbers then we'd have to do the do a spanish website and everything mm-hmm. but no we, we've got a obviously us is english but we, we'd have everything in dollars so we charge them in dollars which doesn't sound like much but it does help when you when you're buying a when you're selling a product in another country yeah awesome so going through to the final couple of questions that we always ask then What's been the biggest challenge in your career to date? I've not had much of a career. I don't know. Well, because it was probably bored me keep bringing up the uh, the past that, but that was quite a challenging one. I didn't have that much experience, mm. and it's sort of, of even though obviously businesses and people running businesses are on a much larger scale than what I was uh, sort of doing. But uh, that was proved quite stressful. But leading to this, so you can't really complain. Yeah. So what was kind of one of the key learnings? I think from from Go, because if I'm correct, you went basically from university. Yeah, so I did. Like, I went to uni, did a year or so, but I, I didn't. I didn't really like uni. It wasn't really for me. So I sort of came out of that. Did a did a runner's job at ITV, which I actually really enjoyed on the sport, and then sort of came into a music website, which I last which I had for a couple of years, but it was all it was all free, so there's no real way to monetize that. And then so yeah, and then. And here we are. Yeah, not enjoying university and dropping out. It's like every tech entrepreneur's journey at the moment. I feel like <laughs> yeah, so you're, on, yeah, you're on the right path from yeah. doing that. Was there anything specifically that when you started maybe your music business then that was particularly like eye-opening to you as a as a yeah, founder or not using the word that you like, don't like? But no, no, I do. No, I do like <laughs> it. I, I just wouldn't really class myself <laughs> as one. I don't know. Sort of. I think it's sort of just came. I just rolled on. So I was coming out of music and then the guy said oh, i've got this idea mm-hmm. so i was like yeah i'll give that a go like yeah. I, I guess obviously i'm more, more fortunate than others i guess when you're young in your 20s and stuff and you don't have much responsibilities yeah. and i was living at home i was like yeah why not i'll just give it a go and yeah. then 
Yeah, did that all through the 20s. <laughs> Not a bad place. It's a good yeah, place yeah. to learn, though. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right? I guess final question that we always ask everyone then is, what's the one bit of advice that you'd give to someone who's looking to start their own business tomorrow? I think, well, if you're looking at me to advice, I think that's probably the wrong thing to do. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I think I always feel I have to be quite careful to say this, obviously, is I'm quite fortunate and stuff. But if, I guess if you're young and you've got an, got an idea you want to pursue with mm. and you've not really got too much responsibilities like a family and stuff, I think just go for it. I think although it's not easy to succeed with a business, mm. it's also but it's also never been like an easy, easier time to, to make one. Like it's cheap, you can make one, register it all really quickly. So yeah. although it's not hard to succeed, it's easy to actually set up a business. Mm. Awesome. Well, we'll wrap it up there. Thanks for joining us, George. All right, thanks for having me on. Yeah, it was great.